0: What's up, loved ones? This is Mustafa, and this is my podcast, Happily Ever Muhammad.
1: Hey, y'all. This is Ashley, and this is my podcast, Happily Ever Muhammad. This This is is Mustafa Mustafa and Ashley, and this this is is our our podcast, podcast, Happily Happily Ever Ever Muhammad. (laughs) Join us every week as we discuss some of the most important topics in our relationship and relationships in general, all on our road to Happily Happily Ever Ever Muhammad.
0: Muhammad. I hope we make it. I really hope we make it.
1: Hi everybody, we are back, this is episode 18 I believe, Yeah. episode 18 we, we gave you guys, we had, took a little break and then we had the live episode which was broken down into a two part and then so we kind of like didn't come last week but we gave two episodes and yeah. now we're back for um, episode 18. 18, what's up babe, what's
0: up, what's how, up? how was your week? Uh, it was it was um, it was very good actually. It was very real good. Was it? Yeah.
1: That's um, that's awesome. My week was really good. I had um, I got a lot of work done. Um, but I, I got to start off the show first by saying like a few things. So first, um, <laughs> the, my week was going really good. I <laughs> so first of all I want to say Eid Mubarak to everybody who fasted and may Allah accept your fast and I hope that yeah. you know the month was was very good to you and you leveled up internally. Glowed um, up, You yeah. were glowed up um, over the past month. Um, <laughs> so I went to go get Henna done. Um, for Eid And I got it done by this really dope um, Henna artist um, You guys make sure you follow her on Instagram Her name is Henna Ready I've tagged her like an, um, on my posts and stuff um, um, On my like Insta story uh-huh. So anyway I went and got the Henna done So I was very excited It looks beautiful And she gave me very specific instructions She told me when to wash it off And she told me to wear a sock on my hand um, when you go Before sleep. I went to bed Yeah mm-hmm. Of course, I did neither of the two. I fell asleep without doing either of. And so somehow throughout the course of uh, me being asleep, I slept with my uh, hand pressed up against the side of my face. And now I literally have a henna face. So I have like this ridiculous mark on my face. And I feel like the biggest asshole in New York City. Um, because I do not wear makeup and then I actually kind of made it worse because I started googling and looking up all these remedies of how to get um the jaguar um henna that she used to get it off of my skin and uh, i read to use like baking soda mixed with lemon juice and me just being so eager i didn't think that all the way through being so eager to try to get it off my face i did that and that actually made it worse so then it started like breaking out and getting it just looks because bad you're, like
0: allergic to it. yeah
1: yeah because i'm allergic so it just was a catastrophe but my henna looks amazing so um Again, um, happy Eid to everybody who fasted over the um, the past month. I also wanted to say um, on that train ride back from and now like I never do anything in Brooklyn. Like the most the most of my Brooklyn uh, experiences, uh, as far as they extend, is um, when I was doing Mouthful of Fur with Tiana. I would go to Brooklyn um, like once. M- Maybe a month, but only for like two months, the tea room. or whatever year to go to the tea room for um, Tiana Smalls, uh, her web series Mouthful of Fur, and then um, my friend Kimisha, who I met through Tiana, doing Mouthful of Fur. She has a salon in Brooklyn, and I've gone there a couple of times. Um, so. That's it. I don't go to Brooklyn. I'm not a fan of Brooklyn. I couldn't tell you shit about Brooklyn. But I was really excited to get my henna done um, by this girl because she's really good. And... Um the whole time there, I'm like, bro, like, I'm never doing this shit again. I'm never going to Brooklyn. But on the way back, I met this beautiful spirit um, of a lady, and we connected on a train, and we talked like the whole, like, hour train ride um, coming back, me coming back from getting this um, henna done. So I just want to say hello to her, um, and just thank you for being such a beautiful person spirit how we started speaking was because she was getting on the train she spread she was pregnant and getting on the train and i just was looking around and no man would get up to let her sit down and i'm like yo this is disgusting and so i just uh, so and i said kind of said it out loud i'm like so nobody's gonna get up huh like nobody and me and her just looked at each other and she just was like yeah like she's used to it we just hit it off and started talking and she's actually pregnant with twins so you know that like led into a whole yeah. you know Um, Plethora of other conversation, right? So I just want to say hello to her because she just was such a sweet, you know, such a sweet girl and congratulations. And I'm very, very happy for you and your partner again. And you guys are going to do absolutely amazing. But this week is very special. Yeah. Because we actually have a guest today.
0: Yeah, I love when we have guests.
1: Yes, I love when we have guests.
0: Especially when they like super dope guests that's like, that's doing great things for themselves. Yes.
1: Yes Absolutely <laughs> Absolutely So I think that we should allow her to introduce herself Yes, yes um, Because she is just that dope So she doesn't need an introduction <laughs> from Mustafa <laughs> and, <laughs> hey, Go ahead, sweetheart
2: um, Hello, my name is Vanessa Reyes And I want to say that you guys are just as dope I love you guys' as energy Which is why I reached out to y'all thank so.
1: you so much, uh-huh. Thank you so much Thank you so much Well, thank you for actually wanting t- to be on a little itty-bitty podcast <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, yo so um yeah so when you have like future bestsellers in the in your space you gotta like yes let them talk and like see what's up like let them know a little bit about like the book first of all thank you for um you know sharing that with the world first Mm -hmm. of all because a lot of times sometimes people have such amazing stories and such amazing thoughts but they keep them to themselves, right? And you know, and we never, and nobody else gets to experience it or connect with it because that's something that they kept to themselves. So, for so first of all, thank you for sharing that, right? Absolutely, with the world.
1: But yeah. wait, well, wait—the people don't even know. So she, yeah. So first, give them your spiel and yeah. tell them who you are, and then okay. tell them yeah. what you do exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. All
2: right. So my name is Vanessa Reyes. Mm-hmm. I'm an originally a poet, uh, mm-hmm. but it definitely spilled into being an author. I'm from Harlem. Uh-huh. The name of the book is "The Broken Woman's Journal to Redemption: How I Found My Breaking Point mm-hmm. and Change." my life
1: nice Uh, that's beautiful (laughs)
2: thank you and i'm like what you were saying mustafa like the reason why i feel like the reason why people um don't share their stories because they're afraid of judgments um and i find that when i was talking to my friends or whatever about the situations that i actually talk about in the book we could all relate on a different level we we could all relate on the same level about being broken or trying to find peace um at some point in our life so that's kind of what just made me feel like i had to share this with whoever needed it um Uh i don't care about the numbers or if i sell a million copies or if i'm a bestseller i just (laughs) hope that this gets into the hands of the woman that needs it
0: yeah that's a fact Mm -hmm. um and even though when I was like reading it, I know it's of course from a female's perspective. I was mm-hmm. like, it's like some sometimes men have to like delve into it as well mm-hmm. because it's a lot of lessons that can be learned from men. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times like. Men, when you ask them who their role models are and stuff, they'll always be like Michael Jordan. Michael, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they very rarely would say a woman is their role model, right? Like they look up right. to a woman, mm-hmm. but there's so much that can be learned even from seeing how women connecting with other women and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So that's why I said, like, if there's gems in it for, of course, it's for women, um, it's written from a female's perspective, but mm-hmm. also men reading it can learn a lot too, um, as well.
2: Yeah, that's what I was hoping. Um, Uh A a lot of men ask me, is it a male bashing book? And it's definitely not about that. It's from (laughs) my perspective. So there are some things that are not so nice about men. But um, in general, I do take personal accountability for all of the interactions that I've had with other men. Uh Um, So I think that's the most important part. And I do think if men read this, they'd be able to understand women a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, Because we always have that issue between genders where we feel like men are complicated and men feel like we're complicated. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, So I, I hope that men do take the time to read it And understand that it's not about bashing them It's really just some insight from a woman's perspective
1: mm-hmm. So the title of that book is very strong yeah, And it's very uh, direct and to the point mm-hmm. So um, give us a little bit of insight of Well, for one, why you wanted to write the book And maybe some of the experiences that led you to this place
2: yeah um what made me write the book is um i had just ended well i was in a seven-year relationship he had cheated had a baby on me i tried to forgive him and he Mm -hmm. was still you know doing the back and forth and then i tried to rush into another relationship which was the rebound Mm -hmm. um and that Mm -hmm. ended just as terribly um and i found myself at a place where i didn't recognize who i was anymore Mm -hmm. i was i was completely broken and i know that Before you grow up and have all of these experiences, you you look at it like I could never do that. I don't understand how that woman could be so stupid or how you could be a side chick. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And
2: my favorite quote is, "Judgments are a confession of character." Whatever you don't understand, the universe will force you to (laughs) understand. That's right. That's right. I've literally judged women in the past for being side chicks, and I found myself as a side chick. As a side chick, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, So at that point, I found myself so broken, I didn't recognize who I was. So I had to write it down because naturally, I'm write it that's what i do some people sing it like beyonce Mm -hmm. but i don't got that voice so (laughs) i had to write it down and it was just a journal at first and it just it flowed out of me like it was it was no work it was just like i was meant to do this and i Mm -hmm. started passing it around to my friends and they were like vanessa what are you gonna do with this like people need to read this and i didn't know in what capacity to do it but i just kept writing and writing and throwing it out to my friends and it just turned into the book
1: Right, that's awesome, Mm -hmm. that is so awesome. Well, screw you, mister. <laughs> Cheated on this beautiful woman and Ms. had a baby I don't know him.
2: Uh-oh.
1: Oh. Yowzer. I didn't want to make any assumptions. Oh, but you had, like, a feeling that you knew who the person was? Yeah, but again, I have like, I don't
0: I don't know the story, so...
1: Damn, yeah, you don't know the full whole yeah, 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 story, yeah, 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 so you don't like to give a half an opinion. Yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. That's touchy. Yeah, they used to work together. Yowzer. <laughs> I hope I don't know him. That's not nice. No, no, you don't know Oh, okay, good. That's not nice. I've
2: forgiven him though because i understood that i chose him and he chose me because we were both broken and we saw brokenness in each other Um, oh so so is
1: that what purge is about oh yeah yes (laughs) i love that poem i love purge is good (laughs) thank you purge is good and i and i don't know what i because i was you know obviously skimming through it because i knew that you would be here and so when i said oh this is it that's because i can i think every woman can Understand that. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you want to? Do you think, babe, she should maybe read it? I mean, be it, purge because purge is a short one. It's not long. If she wants to, I mean, yeah, we give her the
0: floor to do sure. her thing, of course. Um,
2: I'll go ahead and read it. This is definitely in the book, uh, and it actually um, is the. Uh, it comes right before the chapter of purge. So um, here we go. I saw my broken heart in yours, so I understood your pain. I wanted to love you to life, but I too have been left to die two hearts yearning for what it could not itself provide we didn't know how to trust after this seal had been broken and demons released the darkness we were sold had unleashed the beast it made you heartless but it produced a better me
1: finally i'm free damn and that's so like it's so potent because it's so people don't like realize like exactly like you said like a lot of the times when we are like looking for things in other people or picking partners we don't like we we completely forget the fact that they're human too and they come with their own set of things their own Mm -hmm. set of issues their own set of Mm -hmm. you know baggage and you know trauma and all of those things and we completely forget and we take everything so personal and a lot of that stuff has zero to do with us as Mm -hmm. a person and everything to do with their life and what they've experienced and what they you know how they interpreted things that happened to them and then just still trying to fucking figure it out in the world where we, none of us really know what the fuck is going on. Mm. Like, we all just really still just trying to figure it out. So, it's so, it it does, and Mustafa told me, like, you are gonna love it because Mm. it will resonate with you because I can relate, because, Mm. you know, that was me. I was extremely insecure and did, and like, picked completely wrong mm-hmm. for all of the absolute wrong reasons. Like, mm-hmm. if I would have had my list of do's and don'ts and my, like, shit in order and my priorities intact, certain decisions I would have never made. But because I didn't know who I was, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I it, I found it very easy to just find somebody just as as insecure as me, but it didn't seem like it because he exuded this out of here, you know what I'm saying, mentality, mm-hmm. like he has it all together, attitude, yeah. and I now see, that's nothing but insecurity masked with all the a persona, you know Take what I'm saying, so yeah, kind of of yeah, him. exactly, so it just, I don't know, babe, what do you think, do you, can you like, um can you like see that as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, um, I Um especially like the last part where you were saying a lot of times, for some reason, um, women are like more in tune with or they're more honest with their self Um, whereas men we tend to like like Vanessa was saying like fake it till we make it like Mm -hmm. nah we got together we know why because we're supposed to always have it together Mm -hmm. and it's like you don't if you say oh I don't really know it's like oh he's Mm -hmm. weak you know, or he's that's that's somebody I can take advantage of, so mm-hmm. we have to like put on the front like no, we know what we're doing, or let me you know that's why we don't ever ask for directions, we <laughs> like right. always, you know or ask questions and things like we always have to know what's going on, and a lot of the times we really don't right, so you know, I think the transparency is um is easier for women more so than men mm-hmm. um and I think that's something that we have to change and just being self-aware like when i read through the book i said you know this is a person that is self-aware mm-hmm. like this person um knows who she is i don't know if it was the same way before like these things happen mm-hmm. but i know like from what i'm reading right now this person knows especially it's easy to tell when a person is taking accountability for themselves. self like like okay this is a person that knows who they are mm-hmm. they're saying it they, most of the time you won't you'll get a person that say him or she mm-hmm. they're the reason why this mm-hmm. you know it's like well, what did I do where did it come from a lot another segment of the book you know where it talks about um the, the, the father patterns you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah patterns and pathology it, it it says um that what zakiya our psych- uh, um, therapist would say is like that's the deeper rooted issue so it's mm-hmm. like a person that was searching for what did i do in these situations or how did i place myself in these situations that is like the mark of a person that is self-aware and once you're self-aware that's when you can start building mm-hmm. and becoming stronger and you know and, and get into that better you mm-hmm. that um hopefully everybody is you know um yes striving striving to to be be at that place yeah absolutely and then also i realized that some people don't want to they they want to be it's too much work to get to that place so they rather lie to themselves and lie to the people around them like you know, this is where I'm at. I, it don't get no better than this, and this is where I'ma stay. And you going and then when things are not going right, you'll just keep on blaming mm-hmm. everybody else.
2: Ignorance is bliss, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ignorance is
0: bliss, but you know, really, it's not. <laughs> it's, yeah. You know, it's not. It's it's so much. It's so much more to life than, um, what, the majority of people in like our culture or our society are okay with or comfortable with. I mm-hmm. should say. You know, so um we like i said reading through the book i said i was just like yes like a person that's self-aware this is why i was so happy that you know that you was coming on here Mm -hmm. you know just to talk a little bit about that and you know what what made you see that or did you always have that in you or did when this did you have to get to that breaking point that bottom bottom part to say wait how do I get out of this Mm -hmm. and then start from there or was it like you was in a groove and then this happened and like knocked you back and then you move forward from there
2: yeah I feel like um we all have it initially in us Mm -hmm. um but we let those things distract us and and I've always felt like my distraction has been men Mm -hmm. Uh, honestly I feel like I've never met a man that wasn't a distraction Mm -hmm. um so I feel like I've always been that person but it's never been I've never allowed it to come out Because I've always tried to be Who I thought I needed to be For that person Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like everybody Like to use you guys for examples Because I I love you guys' relationships So I feel like everybody You're very welcome Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody wants to be At Happily Ever Muhammad But Mm -hmm. they weren't there When you guys had to be Happily Ever Mustafa And Happily Ever Ashley Mm -hmm. first
1: Whoa, whoa Please can I say something (laughs) Please Because you just Girl, yes and let me, I said to, I think I was talking to that beautiful young lady on a train that day, like I told you, we, when we sparked this conversation and it was like very real, very mm-hmm. honest. And and I said to her, I said, you know, there are so many people that for whatever reason, I don't know if it's like because of the pictures or, you know, whatever, before we started the podcast to really get to see our chemistry, people just from on the outside looking in that like loved our relationship mm-hmm. and was like, yo, you know, that's so dope or whatever. But I said to, I said 75% of those people. Would have never made it to where me and Mustafa are because they wouldn't have been willing to put up what him and I yeah. put up with. Mm-hmm. They would not have been willing to deal with, you know, him having small children and me trying to maneuver that. Me being the way that I am, you know, and coming, especially coming, being so broken, coming from my last relationship and still just trying to figure it all out, mm-hmm. you know, and figure out who I am as a person and all the things that he like had to put up with me. Like 75% of people, are like, oh no, fuck that, I'm out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we went through so much to. Get to where we are in this, and just this like five, growing. yeah, and still going through it. However, but I, I genuinely in my soul feel like the hump is over. Yeah, I feel like once we got through, like, and which is why I'm almost glad that the toughest years of our relationship were in the beginning, mm-hmm. because usually people go through years of that honeymoon mm-hmm. and everything is just so blissfully wonderful, and then when they get to having children and they get to, you know, careers, and that's when the thick of it happens and mm-hmm. it gets very tough. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like
0: how dedicated yeah, all you really to. But
1: we went through, I believe, the toughest time of our relationship in the absolute beginning mm-hmm. of it. We might have had a few months, you know, early on where it was like, oh, You know, just all, you know, googly eyed, and you know what I'm. But after that, that shit was work. Mm -hmm. And seventy five, like I said, I I will stand firm on it. Seventy five percent of the people who think that they want this are not willing to go through this.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People, people have told us like we don't even like yeah. We didn't even know y'all argued. Yeah, we, like, we argue all the right. time. Right, But I mean, right. it's just a conversation, but you know,
1: we yeah, like we disagree a lot. We yeah. fucking not. We don't. speak, I mean, not anymore. But we went through like spurts of not speaking a lot. Mm-hmm. We went through. The, we had those fucking fights where like, well, it's over. Then I'm getting my shit. And I'm getting the fuck. Like we right. went through those, and I'm you know I'm on other. You know, I did the shit. Knew that what well, he was it was gonna make him want to leave. Now he said, all right, I'm out, and I'm like, baby, please, mm-hmm. like, baby, 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 yeah, please, Gina, like, Gina, Gina, Gina. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, yeah, because, but but you, I don't want to say you have to go through that, but going through that when we did was so, so, so important Mm -hmm. and instrumental to our relationship being as strong and setting a foundation that it is in now. And again, 75% of the people (laughs) that would think that they want what it is that we have are not willing to go through the work. Yeah. That we went through, but I just had to say that. But go ahead, so because it's very poignant mm-hmm. exactly to exactly your mm-hmm. point that you're making.
2: Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like that's what's important. Like, people want to get to the finish line but don't want to run the race, kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, I feel like that's important getting to know who you are and being complete. And because society sets these expectations on us about you needing to be married and you needing to be mm-hmm. what it is to be a woman and what it is to be a man, like Mustafa was saying, like men fake the funk because they're supposed to be the protectors and providers. Um, so it's just about doing away with that and trusting your soul and following your path. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like if I could say this, the this book would be the prerequisite to being happily ever Muhammad. Because mm-hmm. you, you gotta find peace in yourself oh, before you can Absolutely, else. So.
0: And even when you're with, um, even when like when you're with somebody else, you're mm-hmm. still um, having your own personal goals. Yes and having your in, you know still being an individual like one of the posts that Ashley put that um that I love at first when I was reading it I was like wait what <laughs> I'm not in this but then I was like what <laughs> 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 like but I don't need to be in it you wait, know mm-hmm. I, once I finished reading I'm like this is this is 100% right like if I wasn't with Ashley I would be like I'm still double tapping mm-hmm. it when she was like you know the end of the fairy tale is when you are the love of your life you know mm-hmm. when you you know that was like a very I love that post. I think that's one of the the best posts that you put in a while, besides the ones about kids and all that. Because uh-huh. it's very important that you fall in love with yourself, mm-hmm. that you're your own happy ending. Mm-hmm. Because you have to be with yourself for your whole Forever. life. Are mm-hmm. you your longest commitment? Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So make that commitment. Make that commitment to yourself and um, and always striving to have that individualism inside the relationship as well because as you grow as Ashley and I grow as Mustafa mm-hmm. it, it all it does is it makes us as Mohammeds stronger yeah. as well mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um, so I think that like you were saying knowing who you are and being in tune with who you are and loving yourself should be like a prerequisite to getting in a relationship Definitely. and um, with somebody else you know Because like Ashley was saying earlier, everybody comes with their own set of things and... Um, one of the things that people say you know how they say like oh she's my better half or he's my better half mm-hmm. it's like well it's like it should be two holes yes. coming together you know what I'm saying like I don't want to be a half a person mm-hmm. and then I gotta search for you to be my other half like I gotta be a whole person mm-hmm. and I gotta tell you about my whole person and yes. then you gotta be a whole person and tell me about your whole person and then I, then we gotta figure out like okay well does this work for where I'm going and where you going and can we strive to go in that same direction together mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying? I think that that's one of the things. Sometimes people, maybe it's attraction. They might just look at a person like, "Damn, I just want to have sex with her, or right. something like that." And mm-hmm. then they're like, "You know, when you have sex with, it's a whole uh, mm-hmm. stuff, other that stuff coming with whole
1: it. Shit <laughs> of it's a whole shitload of other. stuff that come with the sex. It. You know? <laughs> I mean, unless it's an
0: arrangement that you have, like, "Look, we only going to be doing this." That but, never you know, works. Yeah, right, right. It's very, Let it's them very, tell it. It's, ve- it's always one person that is like losing on the deal in that type of aspect. You know, even if you, like, Sometimes it would be the woman The woman might have attachment to it And then sometimes it might be the man The man might have caught an attachment mm-hmm. to it You know, for like They might say like Oh, word, that's it I only get the one time <laughs> mm-hmm. Word it's Like, well, that's what we ex- That's what that's we what said And then then
1: she a hoe After yeah. that Fuck out of here You was black anyway. uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. exactly yeah. You know. Exact Wack-ass
0: Coping mechanism uh-huh. That it's comes secret. from being broken yeah, That's yeah. it you know what I'm That's but, it And then so it's like getting getting to that point where you know who you are is very important um and then i i started thinking about reading it i started thinking about like my past and mm-hmm. things that even like led me to where i'm at mm-hmm. and going through it and i was like that i was at this point and then um i was like i was really i was here i was at this point i like i know these things these yeah. sound very familiar mm-hmm. and because I, I remember going to it and start thinking about my like my upbringing and like mm-hmm. well why did this happen, like. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what what made me this way, or, or you know, how would I allow this to happen, or why would I do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, people, like Zakia would say, it's like you know, childhood issues run very deep, mm-hmm. which is why I'm so you know such a big advocate of what my children see, mm-hmm. what you know, um, and, and what I'm trying and what I present to them. Um, I feel like it's very important because these memories will last them. Um, and literally guide them through life. Yeah, <laughs> you know? mm-hmm.
2: that would be their guide in life. That's their map Yeah, uh uh-huh. mm-hmm.
0: So and if I do, if I do, fuck up, I gotta recognize that I fucked up. I gotta do it quick so I could tell them like, look, I fucked, I messed up doing this. So mm-hmm. I, you know, this wasn't the best thing. I could have done this. I could have did that. X, Y, Z. So, you know, and it's that's why I said if I wasn't self-aware, then I'd be like, oh, well, I did what I did. And then they'll be like, oh, well, well, my dad did what he did, so I'm Mm -hmm. just do what I did, Mm -hmm. you know, what he did or whatever. So I think it's very important. I think when I was at that place in my life, um, I had these same type of thoughts. So it was like I connected to it on that type on that level. And I was like, "Yeah, like this book is excellent. Like, you know, people like people need to like read this. I don't know if I don't know if it's like everybody was broken. I don't even. Maybe if you're not broken, then maybe your broken your breaking point didn't come yet. Mm -hmm. So maybe you should get the book so you can see the signs of right.
1: Absolutely, it at all. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But then wait
0: now this now this is something else that I was um I was talking to one of my friends about. Like, if you never reached that point, and you never wrote the book about it, is Is then people won't have people won't be able to avoid Mm -hmm. it. So it's like you went through that pain, but from that pain you was able to capitalize from it. Or Mm -hmm. I should say that we, everybody Mm -hmm. was able to capitalize Mm -hmm. from. So I know it sucks to. It's like it sucks to be you because you had to go through it. That's how I feel. Like damn, why I have to go through it? But why I gotta Mm -hmm. be the one? But then you know, um, I read a, a, a post and it was saying like you don't know how many people that god is blessing through you mm-hmm. you know so absolutely like you know you went through that so that another woman yep. might not have to go through that or you went through that so that another woman that is going through it mm-hmm. can see what's mm-hmm. at the you end you can of help
1: it, her out of it absolutely you know? yeah.
0: and if you would have never went through it then we wouldn't have the book and we you know um it wouldn't exist in the space that it's mm-hmm. in and that person wouldn't have something to do with it then they would have to be the one to make the book you Mm -hmm. You know what i'm saying (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying the book got to get made so you know (laughs) you made the book um, oh that was nice it was one post you put you was like I literally wrote the book on this and I was like yes there you go because mm-hmm. I was like I was looking at the post I'm like what she, she know what about right. this like what's going on mm-hmm. and then as soon as I seen that then I seen the next post was like wait a minute what like right. I literally wrote the book about this what am I doing you know mm-hmm. and then I seen it's like and that was dope I was like when I see it I'm gonna tell her that, that was like real dope
2: I definitely feel <laughs> like the book is by no means a cure of of, of yeah, finding yeah. yourself in the same position but what I will say is when I'm choosing someone to be in my life, um, I look at the book as as a foundation. Like, you know mm-hmm. what, I'm making better choices now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't find the perfect person immediately after the book, but I'm definitely making better choices so that I'm I'm not finding myself in the same situations mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what was my point in, in writing the book, is finding why I pick the same, same toxic situations over and over again. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What um, So I read also uh, the chapter that comes after the the purge. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about just like picking up and going. Yeah. Can you tell us like a little bit about that? Because I hear, so I'm like, uh, I'm not a skeptic, but when I hear people say that, I'd be like, I call bullshit. Nah. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, no, and this is, which is why I'm <laughs> glad that I read that and I'm glad that you're here because you can, because like, I, I was so... To, Partially I wanted to move Because I wanted a better life You know for myself Mm -hmm. And my daughter And I also wanted to get away From a very toxic situation Mm -hmm. So I tried that up And moving thing But I didn't do it like Spur the moment I like mapped it out For like eight months Saved money Mm -hmm. You know all of that And then went But I still didn't have like all of my ducks in a row but i had majority of them Mm -hmm. in a row and it didn't work out so i'm like i'd be feeling like people that be saying that is lying like it did work out look at where you at right now i mean that's that's the thing no but see but i I, because i came back but that was meant to happen well absolutely that (laughs) was meant to happen for sure (laughs) for sure it was meant to happen because if i would have never came back i would never met him and that whole spiel but i tried it and i'm just like this this can't, like, and I'm sure it's a lot of work, and then, two, I tried it with my daughter, so I'm sure that mm. that played, like, a different. part in it, too. Mm-hmm. If I, me, of course, I can just get up and go. Mm-hmm. I can finagle it and right. be fine, you know, but when you have somebody else that you have to worry about their school and how they eat mm-hmm. and their uniforms and all of that, that became, like, a, issue, the part, yeah, yeah. which is why I ended up coming back. It was, it was majority because of her. Yeah. Um. So, like, explain, like, what, Led you to that point And then how you made that work for you
2: Um, For me it was just the daily reminders I was with this person for 7 years So everything reminded me of him I would Mm -hmm. remember when we would be walking on 7th Avenue Mm -hmm, Like it would be mm -hmm. little things like that And I just needed to press a reset button mm-hmm. um so i i literally uh, i have family that lived in virginia um she worked one of my cousins worked at capital one mm-hmm. she told me about the job she put me on i got the job and i up and left like it was literally like mm-hmm. i got the job i'm leaving mm-hmm. um i packed my stuff i saved maybe one check mm-hmm. from the job that i had left and mm-hmm. i went down there and i worked and that's when i actually produced the book because i wasn't uh, blinded by all of the pain and the hurt Because I was out in VA You hear the birds chirping The air is different The days are longer mm-hmm. Like It was beautiful out there mm-hmm. So it just inspired me to finish writing the book And just stop holding off on it And right. it allowed me to become unfiltered And um, And I just put my life together And that way I'm back in New York now Because it's like New York is wifey You know what I mean I love New York um, But I needed to press That reset button And that's Uh why it worked for me And it was easy for me To just up and leave Because I didn't have A kid to worry Mm -hmm. about You have to worry about Uprooting and things like that Um, But for me it was easy I just got up and left And and did what I had to do
1: That's what's up That's Mm More power to anyone Like there's like Taraji tells that story yes. She says she has like What did she say She had like $600 yeah, Or something like her that On and her, and her son And they just bounced They went to LA mm-hmm. Or whatever And I'm like That's awesome But there had to be more to that Like she had to have Some sort of help Some Maybe a cousin <laughs> Somebody there Cause like who gonna i mean i don't know but i think it's beautiful for people that are able to do that i think that that is an amazing thing because i'm really like a nomad at heart like Mm -hmm. i would just really up and Mm -hmm. just live here for a year then live there for a year like i would literally live my whole life like that Mm -hmm. but um you know i can't obviously because we have a family and we have children and that whole bit but i do think that that is absolutely beautiful for people that are able to do so so, I have another question. Does your ex know about the book? Oh, yeah. He bought a copy. He supported it. Nice. yeah. Uh, like, his
2: name is in the book. And he, like, at first, he was like, I'm going to sue you. I'm like, what?
1: Yeah. He like, nah, <laughs> do your
2: thing. Like, he supported because he understood. He took responsibility for his part. Mm-hmm. Like, even to this day, he apologizes to me. Which um, I'm sure helped you forgive him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It definitely did because. I had to take personal accountability, but so did he, and he knew that, and he knew what he did was wrong, and the reasons for why he did it was wrong. So he ultimately apologized, and he he kind of just stood behind me, like he posted mm-hmm. it on his page and everything. Like, that
1: was very yeah. nice of him. That's awesome. What do you think about that, Moose? Isn't that that was nice, right?
0: Yeah, that's um, that's man shit. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely,
1: definitely. Man, definitely. Man, that's man, man, shit man shit because yeah. definitely most things were like fuck out of here. <laughs> like, They would have they would not have been so forthcoming. And okay with Because for whatever reason People don't like to apologize yeah. mm-hmm. People do not like to apologize and People
0: don't like to be wrong yeah. firstly. Well, firstly,
1: <laughs> absolutely People do not like to be wrong That's number one mm-hmm. And people do not like to apologize That's number two Especially men mm-hmm. Because for whatever reason They feel like that pride uh, Yeah That's that's exactly what it is It's the pride <laughs> And so that I think is very honorable of him Yeah So um, What he did was not right But we wish him well because Yeah always Always That's the whole He Yeah he definitely <laughs> Turned it around And did the right thing And he He, he stood up And sometimes
0: it might take like I don't know if it take a whole book But sometimes it take like <laughs> It take for you to really see some. Uh, sometimes People do do things and they don't see like the immediate the mm. effects of it or it doesn't like it's not that big to them But mm-hmm. you know but when a person is important to you and you do mm-hmm. something to them that's like devastating yeah. and you have to like really de- live with the effects of it, it's like damn like mm-hmm. I really was saying that I like this person or I, mm-hmm. I love this person and it's like did I really you know mm-hmm. so sometimes it might have taken that reading those lines in the book and mm-hmm. reading the poems to be like nah, like this shit really affected her, I see, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then to be taken aback and be like, you know, damn. And maybe from no that standpoint, you make better life choices like uh, you said, you do like maybe also for him, he yeah. make like better life choices. And it's like, it kind of sucks to to be like, you know how they say you in a relationship with somebody, things don't go too great, but then after that, you've learned from that relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, now the next bitch is yeah. gonna be the one that gets... <laughs> she gonna reap the benefits. Yeah, gonna reap the people, benefits of my Do you pain. know that there are a ton
1: of women <laughs> that don't leave men for shit just like oh, that? Yeah. There, there are a ton of women that that do that will stay with him, through the cheating and the dog and whatever it may be. But get
0: better? That's you get what I'm saying. That person is not gonna learn the lesson. if you leave, if you leave, that person. It, depending on where they're at and their journey on life, they're like, "Oh well, I just do it to another yep. chick." You know what I'm saying? It, it won't be. It won't be the. Damn, I really hurt Vanessa badly. Mm-hmm. I have let literally me, heard let, women say, "Let that. me go to anger management. Yeah. Let me do this. Let me do that to be better for whoever come after." You I think know? what
2: helped him is he had a daughter. So that's sometimes that's definitely
0: helped because daughters humble you. I've mm-hmm. heard, you know, um, daughters like really humble you, especially like. Babies, like when they just mm-hmm. little tiny babies, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, then you gotta prepare. Um, I think I'm the same. I don't think like, Rochelle.
1: I say all the time, and you know, we yeah. know that he loves, you know, my daughter mm-hmm. like his own, but biologically that's not his mm. daughter. And I say to him all the time, and he is. I don't absolutely, feel like it'll be a difference. He is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> with his sons absolutely ridiculous i mean sometimes i'll be like <laughs> with the face like bro like they little boys like it's <laughs> like it's okay but he is and he's ridiculous with them and i'm like yo when you if god ever blesses you with a daughter mm-hmm. bro you w-, like he wouldn't even understand why like he will probably be like Like, who the fuck am I? Like, who is this person? Like, I, like, like I'm. Of course, you feel like that because you have not experienced it yet. But I promise you, it's something about, uh, because especially for him, because he already holds females to such a high regard Mm -hmm. anyway. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, he has a ton of respect for women. That's just, and um, I am extremely grateful for that because of his upbringing. He could have very easily felt like, fuck all women right. and and been a completely different person so I am blessed that that's not his character right. but because of just the higher, but like a woman that he made like I can't even <laughs> like yeah. I like a part like my ovaries is kind of doing like a little jump right now like like he would be so obsessed with my daughter I'd be like <laughs> you, ah. you wouldn't get jealous <laughs> a little no, bit just no like- <laughs> hell no I would, because let me tell you something Jetson and Nova are like I like, and people say that when you that there is, you know, a difference. And don't get me wrong. When Rochelle was little, I like, I sweat her so bad. That was my little bestie. Like yeah. we did everything together. But let me tell you something. It's something about them boys, man. <laughs> All that. Like I just be like, I mean, they could tell me they love me a thousand times a day. Give them kiss. I give them kisses so much, mm-hmm. and I'm always telling them I love them. You know, just because it's like you, I really have a son. Like yeah. that's wild. <laughs> like I, like they are, like. Mustafa can say, fuck me today or tomorrow, but those two little boys will literally protect me for the rest of their mm-hmm. lives. Like, yeah, And so I think that
2: changes the dynamic of oh, how the men sure. will treat the women in the oh, future because of what sure. you're giving them. Yeah.
1: For sure. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when he has, you know, or if, you know, God blesses us with the daughter, you know, he will be the blueprint for what she looks exactly. for in men. So she yes. will be... A sh- he, we, with, her, with her, we'll have like nothing to worry about. Yeah. I, I just know it mm-hmm. because she'll just be like, "My dad would never right. fly for no shit right. like that." So mm-hmm. this guy, like, no, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so <laughs> and like you and and it's so important. And I like even me from like my upbringing. You know, my grandmother. I speak about her often. She was a fucking goddess walking mm-hmm. the earth. But I didn't have my mom, and so I know that that had a ton to do with me feeling inadequate mm-hmm. and the reason that i picked the you know the person that i picked and you know just wanting to be so deep in family and all yeah. of that because i that void was still there you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so i mean again like i said same when he when if he is blessed with a daughter i just know that it's going to be out of this world and i'm yeah. sure he doesn't see it because <laughs> he is sickening with his children right now and they're yeah. boys yeah so i just can't he i'm sure he won't see it but baby a little girl mustafa you would be like but this is like this is my daughter like does she's mine like i will not want nobody and i mean again i can't stress enough how annoying he is with the children he already has but i really think it'd be like two times ten if it
0: was a little girl well, I'm like damn If they say like Women like daughters humble you I'm like I'm already humble Like, How yeah, much right. humbling can I do
1: well, Yeah no But you wouldn't even Like And I don't I don't think it would be Humbling as far as like Because you treat me well But I think it would just be like Everything would be an over Because you just want to make sure That you give her Literally everything mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying Like you really don't want her Ever to want for shit mm-hmm. Period Or feel pain Or feel pain mm-hmm. Or feel Like you know like With our sons we want some of those things. We want them to feel. We want them to have to go through so that they, when they're men, they know how to maneuver it in yeah. their everyday life. Right. Your daughter, though, mm-hmm. you not gonna want her to have to like you crying. <laughs> What's the matter? What, let me fix it. What? Yeah. Who did it? What can I do? Like it's just, it's there is just a very different. Yeah. Um, dynamic and and I didn't even have that because my dad while he loved the shit out of me he was a very tough love dad mm-hmm. like he was a very strict very and I was so smitten over my dad mm-hmm. always like daddy this and daddy that and he's and he and he would embrace me and I got a ton of piggyback rides and tickle but I got my ass whooped and <laughs> right. like he was that dad like right. now's not the time <laughs> listen relax yourself and get it in order or <laughs> You'll get it again, type of thing, right. and I was just like, "But Dad," and he was like, "Yeah, I like
2: so." I'm not falling for yeah, exactly. It. So,
1: um, I just, I, I do, I say, you know, I teeter back and forth with, you know, if I want more children or not. But right. I just know that that dynamic would, I probably like fall in love with him yeah. all over again yeah, just exactly. seeing him with, um, with our daughter. But um, so, are you? Um, so getting through You transition Through mm-hmm. your book So you are In this immaculate space Yeah Have you found A partner yet? Um, no Because mm-hmm. The
2: standard I've set I feel like for the most part, this generation really just ain't with it, like, mm, girl. So, it's taking mm-hmm. a little bit longer to filter mm-hmm. through, but um, but that's okay. I'm being patient, that's, though. That's and right. I think that's what's important. Oh, and
1: extremely important.
2: Because I'm not completely who I need to be. I'm not even rushing it. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting there, mm-hmm. but I ain't there yet. Right. So I'm okay with it.
1: Like I'm mm-hmm. good where I'm at. I'm mm-hmm. in a great and this, this time, uh, however long it may be, is needed. Oh yeah. And it's so important mm-hmm. because you know, for whatever reason, we you know like you hear people say like the best way to get over an old situation under. is get to get under Don't a new to one yet yeah, do not <laughs> absolutely do not because those like couple of years that I had in between my prior situation and this one was so necessary mm-hmm. it was so necessary for me to be able to hang out. Mm-hmm. it was so necessary for me to just have girls' night with my yeah. friends. it was so like all of those things were so necessary because had I not then I would have been even worse than I was. You know what I'm saying? Because like we, you know, like I've heard recently, it takes so many years for all the damage, your whole childhood, your whole life, for all these things to happen to you to form the person that you are at, you know, said age. But then we automatically think, like, once the new person comes in, that all of the bad things mm-hmm. automatically just go away. And it does not. It takes, if the, if not that same amount of time, then longer mm-hmm. to be healed and to be back to a better space. You know what I'm saying? twice as long. Exactly. As yeah. mm-hmm. So, you know, so I I am grateful that you aren't rushing it. And I, I know that whoever he is, he is getting himself in order to. Mm-hmm. And you guys will, when that day comes, it'll be like... I am so glad I was single for X amount of years yeah. and did all the work on me that I needed to do because this situation couldn't be more perfect. And mm-hmm. not to say that the the relationship will be, but you two will be so ready for each other mm-hmm. that is nothing that can break, mess it up, mm-hmm. or you know. Tear it apart. So I think that that's a beautiful thing.
0: But then also, you also got to know that there's going to be new challenges. You know. Oh, for sure. It won't be the same ones that maybe are outlined in the book or anything like that, Mm -hmm. or that that you've noticed before. um, It'll be new challenges that you know that just like how we're going through these new challenges Mm -hmm. that we have, and it's like damn I would have never thought that this would be an issue 20 years ago like 10 mm-hmm. years ago so it's like okay these are even even though sometimes they're good challenges you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, it's not nothing like negative or anything like, like that it's just a difference of opinion that we have to work through mm-hmm. and it's like if this is it then I'm good you know yeah. I'm okay right. these are the type of problems that I have it's okay but it's, it's still it's like there's challenges, nonetheless, mm-hmm. and yeah, there are differences
2: um, between the challenges that build you up and the ones that break you. Yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. Yeah. absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what was? It was a question that I had wanted to ask. Um, so, when you were, or I guess being that you're still in that type of phase, what, what are like some of the things that you were doing, or that you are doing while you're single, or while you're finding yourself, um, or or bettering yourself? What are some of the things that you're like doing during this period of time?
2: I think the most important thing is to cultivate a gift. Whatever that gift is, Mm -hmm. uh, create an environment that is conducive to elevating it. So for me, it's writing. So I find myself allotting some time throughout the day to write um, and making sure that I'm just perfecting that craft. Uh, I think another thing is uh, it's, it's very important to be in your own company. Just to know how you are by yourself. So take yourself out on a date, go on a vacation by yourself. Like, that's really, really, really important. A vacation by
1: yourself? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: You've done it? I'm going to. I have one planned for my birthday. Really? Yeah, definitely, like, doing something on your own. Yeah. Sheesh, I don't know if I could do...
1: I mean, I went to Canada by myself, but... Yeah, I don't know And that was only for like two days I don't think I could ever do anything like that Yeah,
2: I used to do these little things called staycations And I would like get a hotel I used to do the Holiday Inn on like 57th Street And I would like buy my favorite things Like my yellowtail Moscato Mm -hmm. And chocolate covered strawberries from Edible Arrangements And I'd just be by myself And just, it would be amazing Like it was amazing That's what's
0: up Yeah, so that's important
1: I agree, I do think that's important
0: (laughs) and another thing that i got from the book was i got a sense of not of it wasn't bitterness in the book mm-hmm. you know and i think that's important I, I was having a conversation with um mark j kelly mm-hmm. um, who was a, a guest friend on the to the show, show. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. um and he was talking about because he's like in the dating pool as well and mm-hmm. it seemed like the same thing how y'all would say about men is like mm-hmm. it's is those same things but for him looking for women you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying or trying to find and what and what he was expressing to me was just like the difficulty of finding a woman especially in this day and age, at this age that we're at that's not that maybe doesn't have a kid or doesn't have uh uh a past relationship that broke them down so much that made them to be bitter. Mm-hmm. So it's like he don't wanna be the fixer up or like I don't wanna be the guy that got to fix the person, you know, yeah. like why can't the person come to me? You know, I maybe a little bit, but not a whole <laughs> demolition, you know, you know bag ladies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so um what what he was saying was how he he runs into a lot of women or he he's had a couple women that were just bitter to the mm-hmm. point where it was like so much potential in them but then once like you start getting real into the person then you start seeing like whoa like i don't know how i can overcome that you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying um so when i was reading the book and i seen like it was it was a place of like uh this is what happened and this is what i went through but this is where i'm at at the point it wasn't a a bitter like a bitterness to it it just was this was the life the lesson that I learned Mm -hmm. Um, so what was that was it bitterness at first or did you like was it just like something in you to say okay well no I'm not gonna be bitter I'm gonna get better and, like, what made you choose that instead of the bitterness?
2: It was definitely bitterness at first because mm-hmm. that's that's natural. Like, yeah, that's yeah. your first reaction. Like, uh-huh. how could you do this to me? Mm-hmm. All of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get tired of that space. Well, I, I got tired of that mm-hmm. space. I got tired of trying to numb the pain drinking or, um, like, I got into the rebound relationship and that ended up. A goddamn mess mm-hmm. So um, You just You get I got tired of that So I just had to Stop blaming other people And understand that I'm in control Of what happens to me At the end of the day And Bitterness And, and this whole new Being petty thing Which I'm, I am hate it um, But mm-hmm. Doing all of that It's like How does that help you? How does that get you Out of the place? It just allows you To be in this Place of blaming Everyone else Or, or doing things And um, and not really thinking about the consequences and right. it it just I don't want to be that person so for I don't know if it's, if that works for everyone but for me I just didn't want to be in that place and how could you ever find happy if you so ha- if you're so content in being sad mm-hmm. so I didn't want to do that so, yeah word
1: I, I like that how can you ever find happy if you're content and be being sad? sad i like that so
0: i think i think mark should buy like maybe like 20 copies of the book
1: <laughs> and
2: give them out for the women on his i like,
0: agree on his like first second date just put it on the table like yo have you ever read this book like yo you should read this book and tell me what you think about we it. really then, should
1: tell him though to or, to get a copy
0: so he can no, read it that's a fact it. and and um and then and then have them read it. and then that could be like a conversation for the mm-hmm. third date That's or whatever.
2: Dope. Like yo. any type of promotion is yeah.
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, because you know, just reading the book and then it was at the time that I was reading the book that I was having like a conversation with him as well. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, dog, he's like what he's talking about is like because it's a male perspective of what mm-hmm. you're talking about and so right. it's like he's dealing with the aftermath mm-hmm. or he's dealt with the aftermath of what what's going on in the book Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um what do you like what is your advice to uh, like a mark j kelly who's the guy that comes after what is like your advice to him dealing with a woman that was broken Mm -hmm. that that is or that may still be broken how what, what advice you got for him
2: Um, I would definitely say that he has every right to choose not to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But as a human being, we have a we have an obligation to one another to facilitate healing within each other. And I feel like um, and I had just put a post up, which is funny enough. I said, I'm going to start apologizing to my male counterparts about what the past women have done to them, even if I don't know, because men are walking around here hurt, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I would say to him is. You don't have to put yourself in that position because all you're doing is opening yourself to pain. But I would um, challenge him to be that woman's friend and open her eyes to the possibility of what she could become and allow into her life. So he definitely doesn't need to be in a relationship with her because it's not going to work. But to be her friend and to be her sounding board and I know that sounds like well why I gotta do that mm-hmm. but if you don't who will you know what I mean like mm-hmm. let's have some humanity and mm-hmm. we are we are broken people in general and mm-hmm. so if we don't take on the responsibilities to heal one another not just as people but definitely as black people because mm-hmm. there are a lot of bitter black yeah. women and, and it's a sad thing and I don't blame them um, but we do have to start taking accountability but um it doesn't help when we have men attacking us every day. Like every meme is, you a hoe if you this, you whitey material if you this. Like we have standards that are set by memes. <laughs> uh-huh. So I would I would tell him to set the standard of what a man needs to be and be her friend, um, be her shoulder, mm-hmm. but also to protect yourself. And I know that's a difficult thing, but we gotta start putting yeah, in
0: some work. It's it's it's, it's complex because I mm-hmm. that was one of the things that what I actually had said. I was talk, saying to him like. Um, Sometimes we gotta stop looking at what we can get out mm-hmm. of a relationship and start thinking about what we can give to mm-hmm. the relationship, even if, even if it becomes a loss to us. And mm-hmm. while I was even like, you know, writing that to him, I was thinking like, yeah, like word, like maybe it's maybe it's a loss. Maybe you know, if you're, your your his idea is like to get a relationship, you know, yeah. or to get some type of companionship out mm-hmm. of it. Um, but obviously, maybe with this particular woman, that that. He knows that that can't be the case. Yeah. But you can still take, have a certain type of like a, a relationship where you're helping that person out yeah. you know even if you're not getting the companionship that mm-hmm. you might have wanted from it you know but then it's like his search can you know but then my, my search has to go on you know and then mm-hmm. how much more can I dedicate yeah. how much time can I dedicate to this woman and helping her and her problems when I'm still out searching for things to help me mm-hmm. with my issues you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so it's like the com- the, 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 the complexity of yeah. it is real deep it is. Um, but like you said I think just like hey you know i may not recognizing yourself like i may not be the guy for you mm-hmm. but you know i can give you these tips and if you know if you want to throw something to like you know any type of problem and, you, and maybe i can like lend an ear to mm-hmm. like that'd be perfect it doesn't always have to be a romantic relationship right. it could just be and not a lot of not a lot of people men and women have just like regular mm-hmm. relationships that don't involve i'm wanting to, in. to, to have sex mm-hmm. with you Intimacy. you know just like yeah mm-hmm. and it's like i can't i could can only be your friend like uh this much like a right. little bit because I don't want to be a friend too much cuz then people might start thinking that we're right. dating and mm-hmm. then you know it's like you know some people just it's like it's very rare that that um that that's the case with men and women in our, yeah. in our culture but I
1: think that that might be a part of the problem mm-hmm. yeah because if men and women were friends more yeah, we yeah. then we could understand each mm-hmm. other yeah. more then we could help each other more. And so I think that that's why there's a beauty in when people say, like, it's important to be friends first Mm -hmm. with your partner. um, That probably is a testament to that in itself. Like, because we were friends, so we understood and we... And also, it helps you to get through a lot of things in your relationship. If you only see your other person as your boyfriend right or your girlfriend mm-hmm. or, or just your wife release. or your sexual release mm-hmm. then there is no there's no there's no significance to that yeah because I can leave you and I can just meet somebody else and then he can be my boyfriend yeah he doesn't have to be good he doesn't have to be kind he doesn't have to be any of those things he can just literally be my boyfriend there's no there is no uh how can I say that there's no what's like the word i'm looking for like there's no strong connection Mm -hmm. there that makes just you being someone's boyfriend anything special however look at how of a high regard we hold our friends to yeah that our friends are not replaceable our friends are our friends that is my friend i I use this example all the time when i'm speaking about my best friend sharice she has literally been my best friend just about my whole entire life Mm -hmm. there's not a soul on this planet that could take her place if I put, if I had a sexual relationship with someone and I held him to that regard like that, yeah. there is nothing or no one that could come in between what I have with him. Do you Absolutely. understand what I'm saying? So when you, so if we had, if we were, if you're friends first, and that's why I think when he, when Mustafa tells a story and people are like, oh, how did you meet or whatever? I love to just like sit back and listen Mm -hmm. because it's his story to tell, obviously. But when he says that he saw me and he didn't... When he saw me, it wasn't like, ooh, I want to sleep with her, which is most guys thinking when they first see a female... It was like I want to get to know that girl. Mm-hmm. Something about her seems interesting. I want to know her story. Like I just re- like I really want to be her friend. And we genuinely started off just being cool. Mm-hmm. And from there, then you know this whole thing grew. But that. But if men and women were just friends, for, like friends, mm-hmm. without oh, know, having to, to be so or how, or, sexual yeah. or yeah. just. Tension, or you know, weird, or whatever. Yeah. Then I think that it would help a great deal Absolutely. because I'm like I have um, you know a few male friends. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I'm really more in contact with than like most of the other. But like in conversations and like talks and stuff that I've had with him, I've been able to like tell other people like yeah, men kind of don't really care about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You understand? Know, just just yeah. in my just in general and like my female mm-hmm. friends' conversation, and they're like, oh, I would have I, like I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I thought that they would think that excellent but it's like just in just in having that a male perspective on things it was able i was able to kind of have the inside scoop Mm -hmm. if you will do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. from a party that was Mm -hmm. not trying to get in my fucking pants right you know what i'm saying and just just, yeah exactly Mm -hmm. just be honest and free with this thinking and tell me how they really think yeah I think the, the the great
2: thing about being friends too is it eliminates the need for you to go outside of your relationships to seek advice because you have that communication with your partner. Mm-hmm. So you're not afraid to talk to your friend. You may be afraid to talk to your man or your woman about the issues, but if they're your friend, then you can kind of put that aside for a little while and, mm-hmm. and be like, Listen, you know, we need to talk. Like mm-hmm. and you could talk to them as as that and get and get what you need resolved, so Absolutely, I I agree a thousand
0: percent. Yeah, like, you know, I always say, um, like, people should choose their spouse how they choose their friends. And, like, choose your friend how you choose your spouse. Like, why put, why do you put your your girlfriend or your your partner at, you know, up for these type of, like, through these regulations, but your friends, you don't put them through that same type of, like, you got to have the most outstanding uh, zero bodies. Mm -hmm. um no drinking you know no smoking no you know whatever it is like Mm -hmm. you know their criteria for these women that they want to be with but they friends is just it's like shit whatever shit. <laughs> it's like whatever shitty right that's why I, I know him since I was in diapers so right. it's whatever it's fuck like, it dog, right like, <laughs> the nigga's a rapist but whatever that's not what I mean. <laughs> my best friend like dog he's not taking care of his kids. you're not mm-hmm. gonna say nothing about right. it like, you just, right. wanna let him just not do that like that's right. okay like all right mm-hmm. so your girl your, your girlfriend shouldn't take care of her kids. right she could be a Debbie be, too. yeah mm-hmm. it should be no problem it's like nah fuck out of here she's gonna take care of my kid but he's not taking care of his so like what's really the difference bro and then it'd be like you know what I'm saying sometime ask some difficult questions they be yeah. mad at me i ask some difficult questions all the time i challenge i try to challenge their their thinking on women yeah. um because i know that um it's it's like altered like we put so much on women like i was saying telling Vanessa mm. earlier like women have a hard time you know yeah like she don't yeah. already know that <laughs> right. you know what right. i'm saying right. but it's like damn it's like but once you start thinking of We think so much about the hard time that we have as men, you know, that we don't think about all the things that we're projecting onto Mm -hmm. our women. And I think once we start looking at them, like people still be trying to convince me that Serena Williams is not the greatest athlete ever. (laughs) Just because she's a woman. I'm like, right. like, yeah, I think she's the greatest athlete ever. I don't think there's nobody that plays a sport better than she plays tennis. Mm-hmm. Show uh, me I a man that could play yeah, it, while he's pregnant. Yeah, right? like, I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, <laughs> she did that thing pregnant. Right. And, and won. Like, mm-hmm. who did that? Michael Jordan, he never did that. That's way worse than the flu right. game. <laughs>
1: right. He right. had a
0: little flu. She had something growing. <laughs> right. right. And she still killed. Like, you know, people, oh, my. Oh, she, so she bet. They always try to give me Muhammad Ali. Like, yeah, I think that she's. She's better at tennis than Mom really is at at boxing. boxing. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So you know, but they'll they just because people they'll put like greatest female athlete. Like, No, just take the female out of it. She's the greatest athlete ever. Yeah. And and I challenge you to tell me why not. And and mostly you're going to say he's going to be a man. You know, mm-hmm. when Pete like I said earlier, most time women men won't say a woman is their role model because right. they you know they have the pattern. But they, so you are losing out on all these great things that women are doing or or that and they have, have to done. offer. Yeah. yeah because you're so focused on these men. I'm not saying don't have male role models. I'm just saying don't exclude women because they're women, right. basically. They're that's women. the only reason yeah. why you're excluding them is because they're women. So I think, like, I challenge my friends all the time to try to think of women in a different light. I know, like, coming from the same culture that they come from and having those same type of views and just choosing, choosing to have a different type of thought process when it comes to them. It helped me be a better person for myself and like things started getting better for me once I made that transition right. so I'm trying to hook them up like dog like man, you know when you start respecting women shit is like start changing in your life bro like <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like shit, shit start getting a little bit okay once you start mm-hmm. like stop down and then start doing better and, you know I had to I had to I had to have like a life changing moment for like for it to happen to me mm-hmm. and again like it's like I was saying like sometime you gotta write the book and it's fucked up but you know but yeah. So like I try to give them that um and not just not in book form, but I just try to give them that, like, yo, dog, like I think, you know, you'd be alright if maybe you thought like this a little bit. Like yeah. just change your thinking of, like a little tiny mm-hmm. bit and just look how like look at all the things that open up for you. Sometimes like closed-mindedness could be like the worst thing. Definitely.
1: Blocking do. your own blessing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and um, you know, I think once we get to that level where we're friends and we're not just looking at a girl you know and, and maybe we gonna have bumps in the road because what i was about to say was like maybe if you just like introduce yourself to a woman and not to not to be in a relationship with them just to be like a friend like hey how you doing mm-hmm. like you know but but women especially like black women they, they come from always wanting to get hollered at or come from always mm-hmm. somebody always trying to get in a you know it's like they got their guard up yeah and Uh, We got to get through that part. Mm -hmm. That part is going to be there because of what happens in the past. But we got to get through that part to get to the part where a person can just approach a person and just like, hey, how you doing? You know, and not want to be in a relationship, Mm but just... Want to be like a friend, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Just I just want to be a friend. didn't mm-hmm. know how I, I, just t- I just want some chips. I just want some chips. Just want some chips. That's all. Just want some chips. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, and just and and it really be genuine. and mean it. Yeah, yeah. and right. mean it, and Definitely. it really be genuine and not just like, well, I, I said that, but now that I got some That's chips, you front, know right? Can, I, <laughs> right? can I get some right. cookies too? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what the cookies looking like? You right. know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but, you know, just, Absolutely. And seeing and it's s- hard for mature men to do that though. It's hard. It's hard. I I think because it's not being, it's not something that we're taught, and and it's not something that has been taught yeah. um, to us. Mm-hmm. You know, we are the conquerors, so we trying to get as much as we can. Like we yeah. got to conquer this and conquer this. Mm-hmm. You know. But I think if we start thinking of women as, you know, it's a funny idea, but as human beings, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's revolutionary. Right. <laughs> I think, right. You and know, not just specimens with a vagina. Yeah. yeah. Because and you'll learn a lot. You mm-hmm. know. Um, I think that, and it's just like um, uh, white people will learn a lot from black people mm. if they opened up. Men would learn a lot from women if they opened up. Mm-hmm. Like anything that's any prejudice where one is prejudice over the other is just because they don't have the knowledge yes. that they have. Like you could learn a lot from a kid, but you would never know because you feel like you're supposed to be over a you're kid. Smarter than them, you yeah. Think you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're supposed to be over, but it's some it's some kids they can teach you that can teach you things that you forgot. Yeah as you grew older mm-hmm. and it's those lessons that they have in or well, things they're you going never through. learned yeah mm-hmm. and it's those things that you would never learn because you're not paying attention to the kid because oh he's it's a kid. kid what can he teach mm-hmm. me you know what I'm saying I had a conversation with my mom one time. We was we was talking, and I'm like, you know, I may be younger than you, but you know, I like I know some things. Like I've been in some relationships, too. like I could help you out. Like I know some things. Mm-hmm. Like I know how, I learned how to solve the Rubik's cube. You know, I could teach you that. Like you know, it's not my age, you know, but um, so I I think like if if that goes for my like my sons, they they teach me things mm-hmm. all the time. You know, um, just by the way they interact with each other and how they problem solve mm-hmm. and in conflict you know how they do their conflict resolutions and things like that i learn from them just by observing they're not they not giving me a lecture or anything like right. that but they're showing me something that i knew way back mm-hmm. and i just forgot you've as been I tainted by yeah, the world yeah, yeah, experience. yeah 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 mm-hmm. so that innocence that i get from them is like lessons that are like valuable to yeah. me so i think like men we learn from women women as well learn from men Definitely. um and like ashley was saying, like. Because she had that unaltered ear and, and, and her friend was telling her these things, she was able to communicate that with her friends who may have not had male friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were the, they, you know they were better for it. So I get I, you could that's that could be like my man's that's my man talk for this episode. Okay, you know I like it. I like it. Yeah, let's learn from each other. And um yeah, I, I love that story too. When I did see, her, I was like, damn, who is that girl? <laughs> Which you had like the blonde?
1: I had like white hair. Yeah,
0: she had like, like I had a,
1: like a quarter of my hair was white. Yeah, it was like Corella Deville kind of. <laughs> and yeah.
0: I was like, who? That person looks like she has an interesting story. <laughs> like, you know, I wanted to, and then and then when we like first like that was like we I seen her that time and like I kept on asking um, talking to like our mutual friend Tracy about her um, but then like When we actually met She used to tell me This all the time Like yeah I made sure I had like my nice dress on I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like dog, I can't even re- I, c- I could tell you What you had on But I didn't know You had all the cake And all this That you was telling me <laughs> My butt me about. was nice
1: and big <laughs> like,
0: like, I put on I a little know.
1: Biker shorts With the skirt <laughs> The see through
0: I was like I didn't know none of that he, like, Yeah it, he wasn't paying it, me It was no a attention. vibe <laughs> Just <laughs> a vibe Yeah Yeah he wasn't
1: paying me What <laughs> I had on No attention Yeah yeah thing, right. It was just
0: a vibe And that, and that vibe like is what latched on like, mm-hmm. I remembered more so than the butt that you had. <laughs> it's <laughs> you
1: coming know? back now though. Yeah. You know <laughs> so
0: So I guess what we can what we could figure out is how to get those type of conversations started where we just seeing each other as friends and not objects yeah. of affection or what can I get out of a relationship. Like you said men they want sex and then like some women it might be sex and some women might be just looking for a come up as well like they mm-hmm. might just be looking for that bag <laughs> too you know who knows what it is um but it's like instead of looking at what you can get out of relationships start looking at what you can put into it Definitely. and what you can how you can help like vanessa was saying another human being you know but being when we come from poverty, and this is one thing that I was saying, like that I know to be a fact, like everything is. I, I need mine. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the next time I'm gonna get something. Crabbing so you know it. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm gonna get mine first before I get you. And, yeah. I, and and it's understandable, but but you you have to also want to help as well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because helping another person just builds the culture up so mm-hmm. that you know you know what I'm saying and as I progress and you progress and my friends progress and your friends progress then the next generation you know like we may not be able to see like uh, our generation might not be able to see like the promised land if you want to say yeah. mm-hmm. but at least we know that we we planting the seeds yeah. for it to come for mm-hmm. our grandchildren mm-hmm. and our great grandchildren so Absolutely. that you know these conversations that we have to have and these books that we have to write or like and these stories that we have to tell our common knowledge but I mean experience is also always going to be the greatest teacher Mm -hmm. you know we like I was asking Vanessa earlier about you know when's book number two coming out and she had she made a great point like you know I gotta live a little you know I gotta see what it's gonna be about Mm -hmm. you know I don't want to force anything because this book wasn't forced you know it came and like you said it flowed out Yeah. Mm -hmm. so you gotta live a little bit like experience is gonna be the best teacher somebody could read the book and still fall for the same things Mm -hmm. you know because it's different reading it Mm -hmm. and then going through it Mm But I think, like I like I would say to Mark, like you know, if you buy like ten copies, twenty copies of it, and just give them out, and y'all have a common nod, that's why whenever uh-huh. I read something or whenever something is interesting to me or I feel I can help, I'm always, I'm at least, I'm at least telling Ashley like, yo, you know, such and such and such. Like I'm, I'm passing the information right. on to her so that we're on the same accord, so that way she'll know what I'm thinking. Where you drawing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, from, you know, yeah. oh, he's getting that from this, or mm-hmm. this is the reason why he doesn't want to do this, or yeah. this is the reason why. So, So that she's i don't even have to say it it doesn't have to be a a argument it's Mm -hmm. like well and she doesn't even have to agree with it as long as she knows Mm -hmm. like she's she's knowledgeable of it then we can move forward but i think um communication and just having that type of connection is also a part of you know plays into happily ever muhammad Mm -hmm. and you know that and even this doing this uh podcast is a part of the journey because you know preparing to do the podcast doing the podcast mm-hmm. all this is bringing us together mm-hmm. you know this is time that we spend together this is time that helps us to grow as mm-hmm. a unit um yeah I
2: always say the best way to change something is to challenge it so I definitely feel like everything that has changed in life is because of challenge Mm -hmm. racism not that it's changed completely but Mm -hmm. we've you know have gotten further and progressed so I feel like changing the dynamic between men and women we have to challenge it like you said like challenge your male friends you you know a lot of people Mm -hmm. um, from the hood I do I know you do so Mm -hmm. it's about challenging the status quo and and definitely um just challenging our friends and ourselves to do better and be better so Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree well vanessa it was amazing having you on oh give all of your um social media handles and tell people where they can purchase your book okay so instagram it's vanessa underscore
2: e underscore reyes and that's r-e-y-e-s um you can purchase the book on amazon uh, the title is A Broken Woman's Journal to Redemption um, And just type in Vanessa Reyes as it should pop up The book is only $10 So um, <laughs> it's not it's not going to break your pocket <laughs> yeah. um, And thank you guys so much for allowing me To um, get this out on your show uh, And your energy totally mm. Mostly you because I knew Mustafa for a while But <laughs> yeah. mostly you like I was just drawn to you I, I love your energy and you're oh, a thank super you dope so person much. So thank I'm, you. I'm
1: glad that I was here to kind of you know Mix it up with you guys Thank so. you yeah. so much Well thank you so much for coming This was episode 18 of Happily Ever Muhammad the podcast And we will see you guys Or oh, you guys wait. will listen to us
0: Oh wait um, You gotta give them the uh, Give them ours, our social <laughs> stuff too Don't forget you got the Be oh. Iconic page
1: Oh yes, yeah, so Be Iconic now has a page um, So you can follow that on Instagram
0: Happily Ever Muhammad um, got a page Happily
1: Ever Muhammad has a page We got a Facebook oh, page Oh, Oh so that's why you were saying you want to redo the the outro, yeah, because
0: yeah, we yeah. have
1: all these these pages now. Yeah, we done, okay. Well, we'll we plug
0: it up a little. So. Yeah,
1: we'll plug them until we. Oh, sorry <laughs> guys, we'll plug them until we do like the official one. But yes, be iconic now has its own Instagram page. B e e y e c o n i c. Happily ever, Muhammad has um, its own Instagram and uh, Facebook. Yeah, Wait, did I, I say it? be iconic has its own Instagram or Facebook?
0: I think it's Instagram.
1: Oh, Okay, and then happily ever Muhammad has both um happily ever muhammad the podcast on facebook and happily ever muhammad on instagram. I, yeah, instagram and you guys know my instagram you know mustafa's instagram and
0: you can go to the website and you can you can that's another way that you can listen to the podcast oh yes on you can website. listen
1: to uh the podcast straight from com as well now it'll it'll link you straight to the to the SoundCloud But guys Vanessa thank you so much Again for coming yes, thank, thank you, you. Um, Thank you guys so much For listening And this was another Episode of happily Ever a
0: Yeah What's up loved Peace. ones we thank y'all for tuning in every week. If y'all love us like y'all say y'all do, subscribe, rate us, and if you're feeling extra dope, leave us a review on iTunes. You can find us on the podcast by searching Happily Ever Muhammad. Muhammad spelled M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. Again, that's Happily Ever Muhammad. Also, please remember to follow the Instagram page, Happily Ever Muhammad. You can follow my wife, Ashley, at IconicAsh, D-Y-E-C-O-N. I-C-A-S-H. And you can follow me at Khan. Vietnam V-I-E-T-N-A-M-K-H-A-N. Everything helps. We thank y'all for the love. One.